letter sixteen of the borough by george crabbe this librivox recording is in the public domain letter sixteen inhabitants of the almshouse benbow thou art the knight of the burning lamp if thou wast any way given to virtue i would swear by thy face my oath should be by this fire oh thou art a perpetual triumph thou hast saved me a thousand marks in links and torches walking in a night betwixt tavern and tavern shakespeare henry the fourth abrietus tibi fida comes tibi luxus et atris circa te semper volitans infamia penis silvius italicus see yonder badgeman with that glowing face a meteor shining in this sober place vast sums were paid and many years were past ere gems so rich round their radiance cast such was the fiery front that bardolph wore guiding his master to the tavern door there first that meteor rose and there alone in its due place the rich effulgence shone but this strange fire the seat of peace invades and shines portentous in these solemn shades benbow a boon companion long approved by jovial sets and as he thought beloved was judged as one to joy and friendship prone and deemed injurious to himself alone generous and free he paid but small regard to trade and failed and some declared twas hard these were his friends his foes conceived the case of common kind he sought and found disgrace the reasoning few who neither scorned nor loved his feelings pitied and his faults reproved benbow the father left possessions fair a worthy name and business to his heir benbow the son those fair possessions sold and lost his credit while he spent the gold he was a jovial trader men enjoyed the night with him his day was unemployed so when his credit and his cash were spent here by mistaken pity he was sent of late he came with passions unsubdued and shared and cursed the hated solitude where gloomy thoughts arise where grievous cares intrude known but in drink he found an easy friend well pleased his worth and honour to commend and thus informed the guardian of the trust heard the applause and said the claim was just a worthy soul unfitted for the strife care and contention of a busy life worthy and why that o'er the midnight bowl he made his friend the partner of his soul and any man his friend then thus in glee i speak my mind i love the truth quoth he till twas his fate that useful truth to find tis sometimes prudent not to speak the mind with wine inflated man is all upblown and feels a power which he believes his own with fancy soaring to the skies he thinks his all the virtues all the while he drinks but when the gas from the balloon is gone when sober thoughts and serious cares come on where then the worth that in himself he found vanished and he sank grovelling on the ground still some conceit will bimbo's mind inflate 
poor as he is tis pleasant to relate the joys he once possessed it soothes his present state seated with some grey beadsman he regrets his former feasting though it swelled his debts topers once famed his friends in earlier days well he describes and thinks description praise each hero's worth with much delight he paints martyrs they were and he would make them saints alas alas old england now may say my glory withers and it has had its day we're fallen on evil times men read and think our bold forefathers loved to fight and drink then lived the good squire askell what a change has death and fashion shown us at the grange he bravely thought it best became his rank that all his tenants and his tradesmen drank he was delighted from his favourite room to see them cross the park go daily home praising aloud the liquor and the host and striving who should venerate him most no pride had he and there was different small between the masters and the servants hall and here or there the guests were welcome all of heaven's free gifts he took no special care he never quarrelled for a simple hair but sought by giving sport a sportman's name himself a poacher though at other game he never planted nor enclosed his trees grew like himself untroubled and at ease bounds of all kinds he hated and had felt choked and imprisoned in a modern belt which some rare genius now has twined about the good old house to keep old neighbours out along his valleys in the evening hours the borough damsels strayed to gather flowers or by the brakes and brushwood of the park to take their pleasant rambles in the dark some prudes of rigid kind forbore to call on the kind females favourites at the hall but better nature saw with much delight the different orders of mankind unite twas schooling pride to see the footman wait smile on his sister and receive her plate his worship ever was a churchman true he held in scorn the methodistic crew may god defend the church and save the king he'd pray devoutly and divinely sing admit that he the holy day would spend as priest approved not still he was a friend much then i blame the preacher as too nice to call such trifles by the name of vice hinting though gently and with cautious speech of good example tis their trade to preach but still twas pity when the worthy squire stuck to the church what more could they require twas almost joining that fanatic crew to throw such morals at his honour's pew a weaker man had he been so reviled had left the place he only swore and smiled but think ye rectors and ye curates think who are your friends and at their frailties wink conceive not mounted on your sunday throne your firebrands fall upon your foes alone they strike your patrons and should all withdraw in whom your wisdoms may discern a flaw you would the flower of all your audience lose and spend your crackers on their empty pews the father dead the son has found a wife and lives a formal proud unsocial life the lands are now enclosed the tenants all save at a rent day never see the hall no lass is suffered o'er the walks to come and if there's love they have it all at home 
oh could the ghost of our good squire arise and see such change would it believe its eyes would it not glide about from place to place and mourn the manners of a feebler race at that long table where the servants found mirth and abundance while the year went round where a huge pollard on the winter fire at a huge distance made them all retire where not a measure in the room was kept and but one rule they tippled till they slept there would it see a pale old hag preside a thing made up of stinginess and pride who carves the meat as if the flesh could feel careless whose flesh must miss the plenteous meal here would the ghost a small coal-fire behold not fit to keep one body from the cold then would it flit to higher rooms and stay to view a dull dressed company at play all the old comfort all the genial fare forever gone how sternly would it stare and though it might not to their view appear twould cause among them lassitude and fear then wait to see where he delight has seen the dire effect of fretfulness and spleen such were the worthies of these better days we had their blessings they shall have our praise of captain dowling would you hear me speak i'd sit and sing his praises for a week he was a man and manlike all his joy i'm led to question was he ever boy beef was his breakfast if from sea and salt it relished better with his wine of malt then till he dined if walking in or out whether the gravel teased him or the gout though short in wind and flannelled every limb he drank with all who had concerns with him whatever trader agent merchant came they found him ready every hour the same whatever liquors might between them pass he took them all and never balked his glass nay with the seamen working in the ship at their request he'd share the grog and flip but in the club-room was his chief delight and punch the favourite liquor of the night man after man they from the trial shrank and dowling ever was the last who drank arrived at home he ere he sought his bed with pipe and brandy would compose his head then half an hour was o'er the news beguiled when he retired as harmless as a child set but aside the gravel and the gout and breathing short his sand ran fairly out at fifty-five we lost him after that life grows insipid and its pleasures flat he had indulged in all that man can have he did not drop a dotard to his grave still to the last his feet upon the chair with rattling lungs now gone beyond repair when on each feature death had fixed his stamp and not a doctor could the body vamp still at the last to his beloved bowl he clung and cheered the sadness of his soul for though a man may not have much to fear yet death looks ugly when the view is near i go he said but still my friends shall say twas as a man i did not sneak away an honest life with worthy souls i've spent come fill my glass he took it and he went poor dolly murray i might live to see my hundredth year but no such lass as she easy by nature in her humour gay she chose her comforts ratathea and play she loved the social game the decent glass and was a jovial friendly laughing lass 
we sat not then at whist demure and still but passed the pleasant hours at gay quadrille lame in her side we placed her in her seat her hands were free she cared not for her feet as the game ended came the glass around so was the loser cheered the winner crowned mistress of secrets both the young and old in her confided not a tale she told love never made impression on her mind she held him weak and all his captives blind she suffered no man her free soul to vex free from the weakness of her gentle sex one with whom hours unmoved conversing sate in cool discussion or in free debate once in her chair we placed the good old lass where first she took her preparation glass by lucky thought she'd been that day at prayers and long before had fixed her small affairs so all was easy on her cards she cast a smiling look i saw the thought that passed a king she called though conscious of her skill do more i answered more she said i will and more she did cards answer to her call she saw the mighty to her mightier fall a vol a vol she cried tis fairly won my game is ended and my work is done this said she gently with a single sigh died as one taught and practised how to die such were the dead departed i survived to breathe in pain among the dead alive the bell then called these ancient men to pray again said bimbo tolls it every day where is the life i led he sighed and walked his way footnote seven bimbo may be thought too low and despicable to be admitted here but he is a borough character and however disgusting in some respects a picture may be it will please some and be tolerated by many if it can boast that one merit of being a faithful likeness End of letter 16